0: Back.
1: Welcome back, following up on the Masters, we have all four of us here, Mr. Joe, welcome back, our reigning champion of the Masters, what a week it was down in Augusta, we got to see the goat, the big cat, Tiger Woods come back and play, obviously Saturday and Sunday were a little tough, hopefully he's alright, we might get to see him at the PGA Championship, we'll talk about that more a little bit later, but the hottest player in the world right now. Slipped to the third round, Mr. Joe got him and is up on the board in second place for the season standings. Joe with Scotty Scheffler, four tournament wins and six appearances. Incredible streak that he's on. We will talk all about it. I'll let Joe say his piece as we get started here.
0: As you three know, I wasn't present for for the podcast last week, so I have to thank the power rankings and and your guys' lack of intellectual abilities letting... Scotty Scheffler slipped to, you said it was the third round?
1: Yeah, first pick of the third round. We all skipped over him for eight picks.
0: Yeah, so I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me get back in this race. I was in a smooth dead last, so I'm happy to get back into second place.
1: Of course, with the majors counting for double points, he took home 10 for the win and another three for Scotty Scheffler being on his squad. That's 13 points, taking him from fourth to second on the season. We've got another month until the next major, so time to stack up some more points. See what we're looking like before the PGA Championship. I know we have uh, the Byron Nelson coming up this this month, Joe. Going to be yeah. right right there in your hometown of McKinney. And yeah,
0: then, of course, uh, Stacy um, as a birthday present got me uh, two tickets to Sunday. So wow, wow. is it so, at Craig Ranch again? Yeah, it's at yeah Craig Ranch. So what uh what day is that, Joe? uh it's on a sunday i don't know really the date
2: See, any sunday throughout the year just pick it yeah Honestly, i'll be there. a little surprise yeah this before obviously she got you, it for
0: you, us right yeah if you can make it you're there yeah.
1: easily well, well it looks going. like we're all heading to mckinney pretty soon Dang. but it was a great masters there's colonial of course mr g and joe just played there got it in the background for joe mr joe as well with the flag but uh what a masters it was i know g had a talking point to bring up g's got the colonial flag as the back as well so a uh, lot to talk about especially with the masters g what was the most shocking thing to hear what stood out the most of the 2022 <laughs> masters
3: oh definitely gonna be the uh rory to Marikawa back-to-back chip in on 18 oh. too like different spots hole. yeah i know 72nd hole Different spots in the same bunker. I mean, you talk about the best in the world. It's beautiful. Love to they, see it.
1: They both went on a charge. I think they both were uh, six under or so for the round. Um, obviously, Rory, I think, went 64, so eight under, including an eagle and uh, six, six birdies. But I think Morikawa had six birdies in his round and an eagle, but had a few more bogeys. Wasn't quite as deep as Rory was. The most interesting thing to me about that was they played two totally different shots. Rory had this big sweeper. He played way out to the right. That kind of fell down perfectly in the hole. And Morikawa took a pretty direct line at it and and kind of ran it right into the hole. So I don't know if that's, you know, I think Morikawa was a little bit more shallow in the bunker. Rory was a little deeper towards the back of the green and they just had to kind of take two different angles, but nonetheless, incredible to see back-to-back chip-ins, on the 18th green, the 72nd hole at the Masters, I would beg a stack keeper somewhere out there to show me one that has ever happened at the Masters before. But what a day. You always kind of know, too. I mean, going into the Masters, you don't know what it's going to be, what day it's going to happen. Typically, you would think something happens on Sunday. But that was the moment of the tournament, most likely. Although, uh, Scotty Scheffler's chip in on the third hole kind of changed the entire round right after that i mean cam smith back-to-back birdies on one and two all for uh, scotty scheffler birdie chip in that looks like it was most likely going to be a bogey so i don't i don't know what you guys think but that really shifted the momentum right
2: away definitely and cam said it himself um he thought he hit a good chip shot on the on what was that his second shot that came up short and mm-hmm. back down, and then his third ended just past the hole, he missed the putt. Yep. Um, but he said that literally changed the entire round, and he, he thought he was going to win after those first two birdies that he had. But then, Scotty, so clutch.
1: That was wow. insanely clutch, and they both were left off the tee there. But uh, that was – I mean, I, I can't I like believe it. you can just do that, right? That was such an insanely tough chip coming from below the hole – and being able to, to run it in like that, I don't know what G just put in the chat, but we're all kind of laughing here. So we got to figure that out pretty quickly. I want to hear from the three of you. Back to Rory. You guys were saying some stuff about it after that happened. What, what was on your mind as soon as that happened?
0: Weak-ass celebration.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That what was cool. it?
0: What, like, he threw, he, like, did, like, the old windmill, but, like, threw it like with the wrong hand it was just like
2: yeah dude, it was even like a, little- a rose like he was swinging his arm saying- just like let go
0: i guess and then did you hear him you he made some comment after the round where he said that was the happiest he's ever been on a golf course i was just like that's that's a bold statement right there you've won multiple major championships and you holding out finishing t2 i mean whatever you finished t2 at the masters so and you too. made made awesome chip in but that was your best moment ever on the golf course.
1: Dude, I, I mean, I get where you're coming from. Four majors, especially an open championship for a guy from uh, Northern Ireland. It's got to be a big moment for him. But that crowd on 18 at, at Augusta on Sunday and to do that in front of them, it's got to be pretty special. you had an eight under round on Sunday at the Masters. That was great. I, can, I think his Ryder Cup,
0: when him and uh, Patrick Reed Made that putt and then he gave me this one, and then he heard, I can't fucking hear you. <laughs> that was way better than a whole out eagle. That was with the Ryder Cup energy and everybody. That's... What,
1: what about 2016 in the FedEx Cup playoffs? He hold out on the 16th hole to put himself in position to win the FedEx Cup.
0: We could go on and on about Choke Leroy's amazing <laughs> accomplishment outside of. Holding out from a bunker on 18 to finish 2-2 at the Masters. Is if it, that was for the win? A hunt guaranteed. Yeah, best that, moment that's
1: I've easy. Left. That's like maybe one of the best moments ever. That's but when you say. A, uh, that's when you say
3: something like that.
1: Is it fair to say right here now on Wednesday, April 13, 2022, that Rory is the greatest stroke artist of all time?
2: No, Scheffler <laughs> is in the first round. Rory is plays himself <laughs> out of the tournament, damn near every freaking major first round.
1: Just can't get it going. And it's been over. Oh no, I I think this will be eight years. So he's got to get something done, or or else it'll be eight years without a major for one of the greatest players of our generation, arguably. And gee, don't you mean
2: Shuffle, not Shuffler? Yeah, I was gonna say,
3: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, Shaffle. Not a biggest show artist out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is doing okay. (laughs) My bad.
1: What a streak that guy's been on. 24 years old. I don't even think he's 25 yet. He's He's made nine million dollars in the last 60 days. <laughs> Come on. Love he's that stat. Killing it. It's it's good. Wow. Brought on he's debts brought guy. home like
0: four million dollars after taxes. He's made four million dollars in sixty yeah. days. Pretty I good
1: think, job. I think he's got a new house coming pretty soon. We'll see. We'll have to keep tabs on that one. Yeah,
0: yeah I'm about to sell a mine
2: in Dallas here.
1: <laughs> That'll be like his pool house. <laughs> seriously but i mean unprecedented the run he's been on scotty scheffler is so incredible to watch right now i don't know how he does it with his unorthodox swing i mean he's slipping out of his shoes every time he tees up the ball but he was placing it in the right places he gave himself opportunities multiple bogeys especially early by no means did he play a perfect round on sunday i don't know why Wildogs going like to sleep on us right now <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's a little frozen, but what a round! The Masters, unbelievable. I think we do have to talk a little bit about Tiger Woods before we move on. Oh, uh, of course. Anything else? That this will be a thir- this will be a thirty-minute
0: combo right here.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it was just good to have him back. Over five hundred days between competitive rounds and the PGA Tour, the last time we saw him was that November Masters COVID year. There were no patrons out there, so no Tiger roars. We get him back, and he makes the cut, makes the cut at one over par. Uh, He was one under par after round one. He looked pretty good. I mean, especially those first two rounds, nothing too much to complain about. But, uh, you know, Saturday, Sunday got a little rough. Saturday, that third round, the conditions were tough. It was a little bit rainy. I don't know how much rain there was, but pretty windy and cold. And uh, I I just got to say it was great to have him back. I'll I'll give you the whole life story, G, if you're looking for it. This is the first time we've had the chat going off, and I kind of love it. Yeah. But <laughs> I wish I could, cool. I don't know if I could include this at all. I probably shouldn't, but great to have the chat lively this episode. Following up on the Masters. Joe was the champion. Tiger was back out playing. <laughs> and I will not stop calling you out G <laughs> for a third time. <laughs> We're loving it. Where did Will Dog just go though? And will Dog was like. I'm out.
0: <laughs> well i uh, just had it like on onset. Oh on,
3: like, <laughs> well, that um, shit crashed. He can't reopen it. We got technical difficulties. Viewers, stay tuned. We're gonna bring it to the chat. We'll be back in a minute.
1: <laughs> but
0: I I'll, yeah, I'll piggyback off the tiger thing. It was really awesome to see him out there.
1: It was just great. And he looked like I, he I was did notice. The time.
0: I did notice him using the club as a crutch every now and again, and then on Sunday. He was definitely gimping it.
1: Oh, I'm sure he was hurting. But the fact that he was able to do it at all is just incredible. It it speaks to his willpower.
3: I got to bring up a good point here. Nike was not able to have arguably the reason why they are in existence for golf, wear his own golf shoes in the Masters. But somehow Nike ends up pulling off the winner of the damn masters wearing the same shoes that the man himself claimed weren't good enough. Like what are the chances for Nike? That's insane.
1: I think, I mean, they were, he was literally wearing the Tiger Woods shoes. I welcome back, Willie. Good to have you back.
2: I don't know. Is that just my computer?
1: I guess. Yeah, just you. But he's back. That's Uh, all that matters. We got him back. Um, but yeah, we were saying how Scotty Scheffler was wearing Tiger shoes, but even Tiger couldn't wear them for the Masters. I think it was obviously personal for Tiger. He had to have a little bit more support, whatever it was. But, but it's just a
3: win for Nike when they thought they were going to take a huge L. They yeah, ended up having the guy who won the Masters wear Tiger shoes that they claimed weren't good enough. Like If you could only fall into the perfect marketing scheme, like Nike wins again bottom line somehow oh, yeah
2: gee because i don't get the, you're the sneaker guy obviously tiger told him a while ago like hey i need this made and he's like tried out models for his tiger just like flexing on nike like there's no way nike did not have a shoe that was good enough for tiger like the whole company would drop what they're doing and try to make one
0: but when, uh, you, think about, but when you think about let me just interrupt. when you think about shoes like foot joy they're like ike and g this is where you'll know more than me I don't, I don't see a shoe that Nike has that is sort of like a foot joy that is like wide sole. And like, I'm sure they could create it in a second. So like, to your point of he's, they've known it in advance, they should be able to make it. But thinking about a, a foot joy shoe that resembles a Nike shoe that I can think
1: of, I don't know. Like I can't think of one. There's some older models that I know of, I don't, if G has any more on that.
3: Yeah. I mean, I just think it's a case that the ankle and actual sole support in the foot joy models that are just relevant to this point. Like it could have been the DNAs back in 2012. It's just happened to be the FootJoy premieres are the ones that are up to date. But um, I also just think Nikes are made for like the average Joe, like they're mass consumer sneakers. When you talk about FootJoy, like the price point alone, the quality of the shoe, it's made and dictated more towards you know, a guy who's willing to spend more money. And if that means the structure of the shoe can actually support the player better, maybe, but I just think Nike lacks quality when it comes to hardcore support, whether that's ankle based, sole based, etc. You look at the NBA, for example, Zion Williams busted out of shoes. You got multiple NBA players who bust out of Nike's like, this isn't something that hasn't happened in the past. It's just, it's coming to light in golf. And the only reason Nike's getting kind of shed light on this is because Tiger never had a problem. He was the only reason Nike existed on an apparel slash shoe level for them. Rory, all these guys extended it, but like Tiger is the originator. So bottom line is Nike makes shoes for the masses. Foot Joy actually has a little more support and, For some reason, Tiger agreed with that. But I don't think the shoes are that far off.
1: Yeah. Are we excited
3: excited for the Tiger
0: Nike Foot Joy shoes that will be coming out, I'm sure, in in the near future?
3: I don't think they will. I think Nike will just – you'll see Nike kind of blend back into their classic shoe form, and that means uncomfortable-ass shoes. I'm sorry, but those Foot Joy premieres, are shit but that's my honest opinion but for tiger it works so who knows it's all personal preference at the end of the day the shoes these days are so good uh maybe quality lacks at that level of athleticism but
2: i can't judge that deep i mean how long does tiger have left on his nike contract like for them not to have a shoe available for his comeback when he's going to be every single one of his shots is going to be shown is like that is like shocking to me from Nike. Yeah, yeah. Especially of an
0: ankle, like an ankle injury where it's like there was cameras only going to be zooming in on his lower torso where exactly where you need all of your <laughs> logo at.
3: It yeah, does bring up the question think. of how Yeah, no one thought it was going to happen.
1: Yeah. How long before the masters and he made his decision that he was actually going to go, did he decide to put on the foot choice? You know, I mean, it could have been a week before there's just not enough time, but Who knows? I mean, it got the job done. We don't know what the case would have been if he wore Nikes. Maybe he gets hurt again, or maybe he doesn't be able to walk for four days. You just don't know. He decided to wear the foot joys, and it worked for him. He was able to walk you know, the full 72 holes plus practice rounds at Augusta, which is all anybody asked for him, and it's just amazing. He, one, made the cut. Two, was able to play all four rounds. Whoever it was made, I think it was – Dan Rappaport, or I could be mistaken with that. Someone made a, a very ludicrous take on Saturday evening saying, Tiger, he's way out of the tournament. Just withdraw before the final round and save your energy for the PGA Championship or another tournament later. Why in the hell would Tiger withdraw before the fourth round? Sunday at Augusta. I mean, it makes zero sense to me, and I can't believe anyone even would bring that up as a take. I guess the only reason is because it's such a hot take.
0: Oh, dude, you're going to hate me. I sort of agree with that. I mean, if a guy's ankles shattered almost and he's gimping around, I know he would never do it because it's Tiger Woods and he has the one of the strongest mental games ever. But he wasn't going to win. That's a fact. He was going out there to, you know, give the fans a show and test his, you know, golfing ability. And that's all good. But if he truly is, you know, super injured and it doesn't feel good, maybe not push it i mean i'm happy he played it was good to see him clearly he shot terrible so something was going on but
1: it was saturday and sunday that he didn't play well um, i think after saturday's round which we know was tough conditions for him it was colder uh and he even said that before it was going to be tough but he had a goal i mean he wanted to go out and shoot a 66 on sunday and come back close to even par for the tournament Obviously yeah, I happen. love
0: it. I love the mentality, but also I could totally understand if he were to pull out. I don't think you would have gotten slaughtered for it. If he was like, "Look, my ankle is just throbbing nonstop. I'm not going to win. I'm going to recover for the PGA Championship." I think
1: people would say, All "I good. think maybe if it was the PGA Championship, I could see it." Or the but, Open or whatever. Yeah, if it was if it was another tournament, maybe. But he wanted to play Augusta to play Augusta. And part of going to the Masters is Sunday at Augusta. They have, you know, specific Sunday pins he knows so well. It's sure. him wearing red in front of all the fans. There, it was all part of it. And he, that's what he wanted. And I, and I really do believe that is why he pushed through, is really yeah. to play Sunday at, at the Masters.
0: Yeah, I totally agree.
1: I don't think it's a far-off
0: comment, though, to say that he, you know, it would be crazy to see him not play.
1: No, I, I, I think you're probably right. I mean, he's withdrawn from tournaments plenty of times through his crazy injury past, but I just thought, you know, he's made it through three rounds. Just go out and have some fun playing the final round at Augusta. You haven't been out there in a year and a half. Yeah. I'm with that. It was a great tournament nonetheless. I mean, People were moving around the board a lot towards a Saturday and Sunday. Shane Lowry had a great final round, got G the second place there. JT played really well in the last couple of rounds. Obviously, Morikawa and Rory in that final pairing was really fun to watch. Um, a lot of great stuff. Hideki had a, a pretty good showing for his defending championship Masters. Uh, anything else to catch to you before we move on to Hilton Head? No, let's get
0: into it. Matthew Wolf continuing his awful play, snapping clubs and then making a par. That's probably my biggest pet peeve is breaking (laughs) a club and then making par. Coming from you,
3: that's funny, Joe.
0: Yeah, I've done it. You know, one time, never do it again. I guess. Or just getting
3: mad at your shot that you got a hole in one on. But, uh, you know, (laughs) another story.
0: (laughs) Jeez.
1: Well, big time. We are on to the RBC Heritage shout out last year's winner, Stuart Sink. He's got his son on the bag. Always fun to see him out there still uh, up in Hilton Head, South Carolina. It, this is, as Willie said in the group chat earlier this week, a good case spot. We were kind of talking about this is a stronger field than we would have expected. So hopefully some good picks, another good race this weekend. We shall see. Will Dog is starting us off with the first pick from Hilton Head, South Carolina
2: go um not gonna go with number one on the power rankings still top five can i go with marikawa love it just looking for a superb iron player at this course and he is one of if not the best nice i've got to go
1: with I figure either way I go here, the two guys I'm thinking of, G's not going to be too happy, so I'm just going to do the one that I want to take, and it's going to be Justin Thomas. I feel like he's so due. I mean, I want to take Cameron Smith. He's obviously one of the hottest players in the world right now, but I'm not going to take him fresh off of a disappointment at the Masters, so I'm going to go with JT, who I think is due. Nice.
3: Yeah, well, based on – that decision, I will be going Team Titleist. Number two, Mr. Cameron Smith. I think he opened up last year with a T9 start. I think he shot 62 to begin with. So, I'm going to roll with the guy. I think he uh, has a lot to prove this week. So, locking it in. I
1: love it. Nice.
3: Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I'm going to go with
0: Mr. Dustin Johnson He is a South Carolina guy, South Carolina guy, and I'm sure he's uh, played this before. Uh, He has four out of four top 20s in 2018. And so, yeah, he's looking good.
1: Nice, nice. Just real quick, we're going to go with three picks for this one? Yeah.
0: Back to normal.
2: Oh, back to me at the top. Going to go with um, another ball striker extraordinaire, uh, Corey Connors. Not Sungjae? No. It was between Connors and Sungjae, though. Um, But just going with Connors to just, you know, ride that uh, momentum from the Masters over into a course that he's played well at in the past, including a a T4 last year. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Yeah true that's true that leaves me um, I think I'm gonna go with I don't know M is uh, I don't know I don't know if I want to leave M for Willie in the third round but I think I'm gonna go with Jocko Mr. Neiman had a t5 last year at Harbortown hopefully a little bit of his magic is carrying over from his win at Riviera and a pretty good performance playing with Tiger Woods. We'll take Jackal.
2: Jackal. Who's G of Hick? This is
3: really a no-brainer after he came through in the clutch for me. You know, definitely take weight for uh, putting on for the squad. I'm going Mr. Lowry. A T3 mm-hmm. finished in 2019 and a T9 finish in 2021. The guy's playing good golf. Let it ride.
0: Let it ride. Playing great golf. I do not like the way this guy looks or plays golf, but he's been (laughs) performing and he's been, he's appeared, I should say, at Harbor Town before he got on tour due to his official golf ranking in Europe. Mr. Matthew Fitzpatrick.
1: It's been a pretty steady pick for you, Mr. Joe.
0: Yeah, you know, T4 and T14. Solid.
1: So does Willie get his guy?
2: Yeah, almost took him in round two. Going to go Sunjai. Just looking for uh, just good iron players. You I think that really is emphasized at a course like this.
1: I think that's a fair pick right there. Man, oh, man. Do I just leave this guy be? I mean, missed cut for his first time at the Masters. I'm also looking at a UCLA grad since I'm hanging around the corner in an undisclosed location. But
2: (sighs) – UCLA grad, can't we?
1: It's the only one that I know of, at least. Yeah, me too. But – I don't know. He didn't do so well at Augusta. Yeah, he hasn't
0: been playing good.
1: I don't really like to pick players in the same group. I don't think, you know, it's, it's tough for players to go off when they're in the same group together. So I'm going to let speed sit this week. Unless one of you guys pick him for your last two picks, but I need speed hey, to show we're me here. But yeah, you, get, you and Joe go after this. So there's two picks left for someone to take uh,
3: Yeah okay yeah all right fair enough
1: but show me something spieth and let's ride with my guy patrick cantlay t3 mm-hmm. a couple of t3s and a t7 before a miscut last year at harbortown time to make it hot get back to his player of the year form and that's about all i got but you know go ucla i suppose <laughs>
3: confidence right there <laughs> Yeah. Uh, third pick's gonna, I'm taking a risk this week. Just full transparency. I don't, I don't really have a lot of faith in the guy. Horrible sponsors injuries <laughs> in his past, but you know, he's number eight on the power rankings. I'm going Burger himself. If he doesn't come through, I won't be shocked, but if he does <laughs> even better, I'm pick I'm picking an X factor this week and, uh, Good luck, Berger. He's Look, a good.
1: He's a good yeah. ball striker as well.
3: Negative pick
2: announcement of all time. <laughs> I was I wasn't pumped by him, but yeah. he's
1: looking for that reverse psychology. I'm about that. Well, Mr. Joe, the final selection of the evening. No, I'm, I'm sort of with G
0: on on this X Factor. Oh man, I just saw another name oh i just don't know i just think this is not a course for him i don't think he can keep up with the youngins although he did have a a t2 a tp san antonio i am thinking about mr matt kuchar old head he (laughs) has he's 17 for 17 with a win and a second in 2019
1: 17 for 17 and made cuts at Town.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he's he's solid to make the cut, that's for sure. But I just don't know. I just don't know if it gets past that five under around. I just don't think he has the
2: guns to keep up with it.
1: I mean, we had an old head win last year with Stuart Sink.
2: Dang, that's pretty crazy. 17 of 17? Yeah. That's hell a win
0: in a second. Um, gosh, I'm just going to kick myself for not going with my gut. I'm going with Maddie Kuchar.
1: Coo. Kuch, <laughs> final selection. I suppose now is the goodest time as ever to say that the miscut rule did not come in anywhere near effect for the masters. Mr. Joe, let's keep it rolling and keep seeing if anything does happen this week, If there are miscuts. We'll find out only three picks each for us this week at Harbor town, Hilton head Island, not too far from where we might be later this year. We'll keep you tuned on that one, but South Carolina it is this week. We're so excited. Another week of PGA Tour golf coming to you live from Hilton Head Island. We'll see you next time. Oh,
0: yeah.